Welcome to A Healthier You, Little by Little. This podcast gives you insights and features various aspects of health, from sleep and stress to immunity, exercise, home workouts, energy, and performance. Here is your host of A Healthier You, Little by Little, Cindy Little. Welcome back, everybody, to A Healthier You. I can't wait to share with you our special guest today. She is a sleep guest her name is Hillary Samuel of Asleep at Last, and she helps people get great sleep. Hillary is a health coach and a sleep expert specializing in helping people suffering from chronic sleeplessness and insomnia to get great sleep. It seems, Hillary, that there are so many people out there suffering from sleep. Can I ask you why you are so passionate about sleep? Yes, yeah, Cindy. And first of all, I want to thank you for having me on your show. It's really a thrill to be here with you. So thank you. I wanted to get that in. So in answer to your question, um, well, I'm passionate about sleep, sleep because I've suffered from lack of sleep. I know what it's like to suffer from insomnia. And it's something that I suffered from from years that happened as a result of making a wrong decision in my life. I say it as having deviated from my soul path one point in my life and that triggered sleepless nights and then that turned into weeks of sleeplessness and then it turned into months of sleeplessness and then years of sleeplessness so I know what it's like wow that must have been horrible for you Hillary yeah Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that it's not fun and people who come to me are struggling with that and you can see it in them that just that sort of haggard exhausted frustrated energy of not being able to sleep it it, for people it feels like their body isn't working and I just know exactly what that's like wow well you seem like a good expert to go to then somebody who somebody who's been through it and and has been through the ringer almost. <laughs> sort of yeah, speak. I've been through the ringer. And I also got over it by having this insight. I just realized I was walking down the street one beautiful day in April, I think. And I suddenly realized that I had unlearned sleep. And it was like this huge revelation. Oh, my goodness, I have unlearned sleep. That means I can relearn sleep. And from there, I set about relearning sleep. So it sounds like epiphany. It was an epiphany. Yes. Ah. Yes. All right. So yeah. what are some of the mistakes people make with sleep? What, what mistakes were you making? And, and what would you say other people make for sleep mistakes? Well, I want to just qualify because there's so many different kinds of sleep problems that people have. And depending on their sleep problems, there's different kinds of mistakes. So there's imagine a spectrum of people in terms of their attitude towards sleep. And at one end of the spectrum is the person who doesn't really value sleep. And so just doesn't get enough sleep, you know, night after night, will will make decisions to not sleep, you know, to, to stay up later, or maybe they're working hard and they have a lot of deadlines to accomplish. There's many reasons to right, not right. sleep, but it comes down to not realizing as most people now know that over the long term, sleep is going to impact them but it's harder to make a decision for the long term but also on the, in the short term as well so the person who stays up late night after night to for, for work may not realize that their their cognitive performance declines after sleeplessness after sleep deprivation and our performance our physical performance also is is really affected by sleeplessness so that's one end of the spectrum is just not really valuing sleep enough 
to make sure you get your quality sleep. And then the other end of the spectrum is the person with insomnia. And these are the people I particularly specialize in helping in. In a sense, the person with insomnia almost values it too much. And that is kind of a weird thing to say, you know, how could you possibly value sleep too much? And it's because the person is caught in this, stuck in this uh, trap of stressing about not sleeping. And, and it's the stress itself that creates the sleeplessness wow. and often sort of worrying about it during the day, even, am I going to sleep tonight? And then um, it, it's a, it's a trap that creates itself. So the okay. mistake is to, to, to be stressing about sleep It's easier said than done. So that's right. how I help people unwind right. that trap that they're caught in. Okay. So now when we talk about mistakes people make with sleep, what would you say would be some common mistakes that you see? So the person who doesn't sleep enough, the person that's, you know, sleep deprived and, you know, in a, in a chronic way, the mistakes are things like staying up later than they know they should in order to get enough sleep. And a big one, a big part of that is being there's, there's so many things in our environment that gets in the way of sleep. So for example, looking at your devices and bringing, especially bringing, you know, a phone into bed with you or something like that. So the problem with that, there's a number of problems with that. One problem is, it's just a distraction in your bed. Another problem is that often there's stressors associated with um, even reading your, your, your Facebook newsfeed mm-hmm. or if you're if you're watching something on your phone or your, or or your computer there's often a lot of stress involved with that so you kind of bring that stress into your into your bedtime environment and then the other reason that is a is a physiological one and it's the light the kind of light that is emanated by screens any kind of screen is got a blue light to it Mm-hmm. And that tells our brain that it's daytime, right? So the, only, the only time in the natural world that you would ever get that kind of light would be full daylight, that bright blue light. Mm-hmm. And so we're set up to to signal that is daytime. And so our whole physiology, then tells our body, it's time to stay awake and so that works against actually falling asleep would you say that like so you know those kindles the the Mm -hmm. little device where you read books on Mm -hmm. or ebooks i guess those would not be a good idea before bed would they because the light on it or do they have a special light do you know um a kindle is a little better um if you have the actual device they're a little better than say an ipad you can get some things though to help you with all of this so one thing and still the ideal is to avoid them but you can if you have any of these devices they often now have a nighttime mode setting okay so that reduces that blue light often there's a kind of orange cast to the to the lighting certainly i have an iphone so i know on iphones there's there's a you can switch it so it's um no it knows what time it is and knows that it's nighttime mode Um, I don't know if Kindles have that same, that same switch, but a lot of devices now do and iPads have that. And also on your computer, you can, you can set it up. There's, um, there's a program called Flux 
and it's flu.x and you download it very simple little download on your computer and it automatically sets it so when it's when the sun sets in your location yeah. it shifts into this orange light so wow. that helps that's it, cool it, it really helps makes a big difference um but it's actually better to just give yourself at least half an hour before you go to bed ideally 90 minutes before you go to bed without a device, which is hard because there's so many things that we do on our on our on our computers, on our phones, on our iPads, etc. Yeah. Well, most people yeah. watch TV at the end of their workday to mm-hmm. help them relax. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what would and, your recommendation be there? Yes. And again, um, consider what you're watching. Is it something that's going to wind you up? Is it something that's going to stress you? So that's one thing to think about. And another thing you can do is you can get glasses um, that have an orange tint to them. Um, they're called blue light blockers. Ah. And, and they're really versatile. I have used them myself, especially when I've gone on trips where I know I'm going to need to use a device, say I'm not carrying books with me. Normally I would use a book, you know, wind down with a book. So, so they're very effective. That can, that can really protect you from that blue light the um, blue light blockers. Wow. And where do you yeah. get those anywhere? Yeah. You can go on Amazon and find, cool. find them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've given us a couple of good tips here. Yeah. Yeah. They're very helpful. What else would be some really common things? I know that most people know what they should be doing, but it's mm-hmm. like anything, right? Like people yes. know they should drink a certain amount of water. People know yeah. they should exercise daily. And when it comes to sleep, a lot of us know things, but we don't do them. What would yeah. be the, one of the pr- smartest things do you think that people could be doing to get a better night's sleep? Well, it's that, as you say, you know, there's so many things that are good for us that we, that we avoid <laughs> yeah, doing. We we doing. <laughs> yeah. But I think with sleep, one of the things is to be able to look forward to sleep. Mm-hmm. And if you can make going to bed, a really relaxing wind down experience, it can really shift your attitude to sleep so that you have this something that you're looking forward to in order to get to sleep. So that period of time is something, whatever it is that works for you, different people are different where you're, you're giving yourself some time to relax and to enjoy. So for some people, it could be watching TV. Um, Although there's always that challenge of watching one more show or something like that so yeah, especially so when you're t- watching netflix a series yeah, yeah exactly it's hard to stop when you get addicted to a show i know there's <laughs> lots of people during covid out there watching netflix series and it is so challenging so how the hell do you turn off the tv when you know you're supposed to <laughs> yeah that, that is so true and do you know that the ceo of netflix actually said that the biggest competitor to netflix is sleep Wow. Yeah. Well, that, so, that, that, uh, that, wow, that is a clear sign that there is some competition that needs to be had. <laughs> I yes. think people are losing out. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I question, I think that perhaps that addiction quality is built in because I mean, he said it himself, he's, he's wanting people to stay up and watch Netflix. So, um, so yeah, so, so one possibility is to consider something else other than what watching Netflix. So maybe listening to music or maybe having a relaxing bath or doing something that you kind of would love to do, but you don't give yourself time for. Maybe it's journaling or painting or writing a letter by hand or something like that. So 
Um, I know all of these things sound like, but I love my Netflix. <laughs> but you can actually get yourself into a little ritual. And if it's it only can, can be like 20 minutes or so. And let's say, for example, it's listening to some music that you love. It can become something that is part of your sleep ritual and something you look forward to. Mm-hmm. So if you can buffer that time with Netflix between you know, watching TV and going to bed is really the ideal if possible. Hey, how come you didn't mention sex, Hillary? <laughs> oh, there you go. You didn't mention That's sex it. on my podcast, okay? I'm a fan of it. I think people should have it. There you go. <laughs> I think it helps people sleep better. You're absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> sex helps people sleep better for sure. And is a lot more enticing than... Um, watching Netflix, hopefully. So yeah, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you've got one. the right partner out there. People. <laughs> That's right. Yes, indeed. Sex would be uh, top of the list in terms right of on. relaxing and looking forward to going to bed. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Well, that uh, that gives us some good advice on what can help us sleep better. Anything else that you want to mention? Yeah, I just want to tell um, all your listeners who do suffer from insomnia. Because you do feel if you if you are chronically sleepless, you feel like there's something broken in you. And all of these things we've, we've spoken about are helpful, but they're not the core thing. So if, if, if anyone listening to you is suffering from insomnia, know that you have unlearned sleep and you can, and sleep is innate, it's something our body knows how to do. And so because you've unlearned it, you can actually relearn it. And it's, it's training your mind and body to sleep again. And it's simply being consistent and training your mind to not get into that stress mode, not allowing yourself to be in bed struggling with sleep. And, and that's kind of easier said than done. And I can't sort of package it in a little soundbite as to what to do, but just to know that it's possible to get over that insomnia without a without medication. Yay. Without medication, everybody. Now I I know how important routines are. And I know most parents who are listening know that when they put their child down at a certain time every night, the child will grow to understand that they need to be in bed at that time and sleep through the night. And I know when, when kids schedules get off and the kids go to bed later, they're crankier the next day, and then they can get out of sorts. It might take a week to sort them out. People are like that too, right? Like adults, we're no different than children. Absolutely. But, but we, for, we forget that. Like we, yeah. like we should be taking our own advice as parents and putting ourselves to bed at a, at a decent time so that we get yeah. that sleep, that deep sleep that we need. Yeah, we're just like those cranky children when we don't don't <laughs> sleep well. And children do need more sleep than adults. But, you know, adults do need a certain amount of sleep. We're all different in terms of exactly how much time that is. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you've had a great sleep and how great it feels in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. Woken up that way. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Hillary, for coming as a guest today and sharing some of your wisdom. I know that you are offering a webinar coming up. Would you like to talk about that? Yeah, it's a webinar to get to know a little bit more about how I work. And it's particularly oriented for people who are suffering from chronic sleeplessness or insomnia. Um, I use those two words interchangeably. So the, the event is on Tuesday, March the 30th at noon Eastern time. 
2021. So if you're listening in 2030, <laughs> this does not apply to you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Cindy. I hadn't thought of that. And the event can be found at getgreatsleep.eventbrite.com. That's where you can register for it. So I'll just repeat it, getgreatsleep, all one word, .eventbrite.com. Excellent. How else yeah. can people get a hold of you, Hillary? Yeah, well, they can go to my website. It's asleepatlast.com, asleepatlast.com. And also they could email me at hillary at asleepatlast.com. Hillary with one L, I should mention. Okay. H-I-L-A-R-Y. <laughs> well, wouldn't yeah. you like to have a, a nice sleep with Hillary? Well, maybe not with her. <laughs> Because of her, okay? People don't get yeah, excited. Don't be calling again. Hillary. She doesn't need a date, I don't think. No, no, we want to qualify that. I will help you sleep. I will help you get great sleep. In your well, own bed. Cindy and her innuendos. <laughs> well, thank you again, Hillary, for coming on and giving us some tips on sleeping better. So great to be with you, Cindy. Thank you. Thanks for listening to A Healthier You Little by Little. Do you have a question about something you heard today? An idea for a topic, perhaps? Or would you like to reach out to Cindy? Send her an email, coachcindylittle at gmail.com or visit her website at healthtowealth.ca. That's health2wealth.ca. Or you can find Cindy on LinkedIn or Facebook as Cindy Little. Once again, thanks for listening.